Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Super excited uh, to take the next few minutes and spend some time with my man, Mike Zeller. I'm going to introduce you guys to him here in just a second, but I love shifting things. I love a little bit of energy, and I also love my guy, Darian Sanders. Now, my boy Darian Sanders just released an album. He released a song called Sun Will Rise, and if you haven't gotten that yet, you need to go get it. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Spotify. My kids are asking Alexa. They're like, hey, Alexa, play Darian Sanders' Sun Will Rise, and it comes across the Alexa. It's on Sonos. It's everywhere. Wherever you can get music, you need to go get this song. And if you haven't heard it yet, I'll give you a little sneak peek right here because it's beautiful. So long ago, what 
was it just yesterday? Got that old feeling that I know. He's jamming, I love it. I'll be all right. The sun will arrive. boy Darian Sanders sun will rise make sure you go check that out download that song it is hot 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 what do y'all think y'all think it's hot can I hit it love it love it it's definitely hot we didn't catch the first little beginning part you was just you jamming by yourself but it's all good you know (laughs) (laughs) my bad the core wasn't plugged all the way in I noticed that as I was over here singing and jamming over um on my you side, I'm like, oh, I should probably share this with everybody. That would be a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> That's me. That's me, L.A., making those music mistakes that a guy like you would never make because I know you got the <laughs> anyway. sound on point. Michael Zeller. Yes, sir. Bro, what are you I'll doing, have your music, man? Mike. I apologize, sir. Nope, it's all right. What's up, Michael? How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. I'm excited to be here. You guys always have a fun, exciting show. I love the emphasis today about giving and leading with giving. And, uh, dude, just excited to connect with so many of my friends up here on stage and in the audience and just share. So can't wait. My boy, Mike Zeller, they say he called his clients call him Magic Mike. I like that, right? Clients call him Magic Mike. He's two core things, a top entrepreneur mentor for six- and seven-figure thought leaders. Mike helps rewire their identity and build aligned and prosperous expert pathways. Dude, we got to dive right in, right out the gate. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, hit the plus sign, bottom right-hand corner of your screen. The time that I'm about to share with Mike is going to be so incredibly impactful in your lives and the lives of others, and there's no point in growing alone, right? We don't need to grow alone. When you grow alone, then you end up lonely. That's why they say it's lonely at the top. So hit the plus sign, bottom right-hand corner of your screen. Let's go and get some of your friends, family members, people you like, people you don't like into the room. And, Mike, dude, we're just we're, we're going to dive in. We're going to tear apart some of the things that you're doing in your bio. I want to talk about the Dream 100 list and what that means for people. We're going to talk about your book, Genius Within, what that means for people. We're going to talk about your, you and your story, why you do the things you do and the way that you do them. I want to extract all the greatness, bro, because you're doing some amazing things on this planet. So let's start with, there's a reason, there's always a reason people put certain things in their bio, and you put help, that you help rewire people's identity and build aligned and prosperous expert pathways. You put that before the fact that you started 16 businesses in real estate, fashion, automotive, marketing, and coaching. You put that before the fact that you made millions in good decisions and done nine figures in revenue. You put that before you talk about building epic brands and epic people, right? You put that before the fact that you're a master NLP practitioner. Before all of that, and order always means something, folks. Order always means something. The way people say things, the way people send an email, the way people communicate tells you a lot about that person. So talk to me about this rewiring of people's identity to help build aligned and prosperous expert pathways. Talk to me about that, Michael. Glenn, you know, it's funny. The year plus I've been on this app, no one has brought that up. No one has brought up the specificity of the order, but you're dead on. And the reason I put that first is I've found that your identity precedes your destiny. And here's what I mean. If you think about lottery winners, lottery winners, they make, you know, their millions. And then literally 74% of lottery winners are bankrupt within three years, if I remember the stat correctly. 
But if you think a multimillionaire that was self-made loses it all, I've had one of those seasons, uh, loses it all, then within two to three years, they've made it all back. And then some, what took them 15 years to do the first time around, they make it back within three years because their identity. And I, I ran into a couple issues with uh, clients back in 2019. I had, well, really one client. One client came to me and she was frustrated. And she's like, Mike, you know, I was all excited and I had momentum at the beginning. And, you know, I, I thought this was going to be different and, and, and it would work. And I was like, well, we worked, we worked through her process. She hadn't optimized her offer. She hadn't done some of the things I'd asked her to do. And I knew where some of her next step, but she hadn't specifically also worked on her money mindset and her relationship with money. She still had a deep scarcity energy in relationship with her own sense of self-worth, her own abundance. And I was like, oh, the first thing you got to do is rewrite someone's relationship with their identity and their self-worth and their money mindset. So the first first of the six pillars that you got to work on if you're building an expert brand is your relationship to money. It's almost like if your relationship to money is a state of scarcity and deprivation, then what happens, it's like you've got a 12-ounce glass of water, you've got five gallons of opportunity coming your way, and you can only hold 12 ounces because you're constricted instead of like this giving abundant identity. And so then I realized, all right, I got to hammer that home even more in working with people. And then like, if I can re help someone shift into the identity of a five gallon bucket instead of a 12 ounce glass of water, it doesn't mean there's five gallons of, of water in that five gallon bucket, but it's container of capacity is different. Right. Same thing. Like Jesus said, you're a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. A bad tree cannot produce good fruit. So there's identity. Identity is so paramount. So that's my two cents on that, Glenn. So, Mike. And I've heard this, right? Heard this, heard this before. Identity matters and our relationship that container, the size of that container is ultimately going to um, determine, you know, what we can hold on to, right? It's not going to determine what can get poured into us as far as opportunity, like winning the lottery, but it'll determine what we can hold on to, like being able to multiply that lottery winning or that lottery wealth or be able to maintain that new financial stature um, that we have right and so it brings the question right we hear this we know this we understand this but we have 40 years in some cases depending on the age of the person that's listening to this right now, 30 years, 35, 45, 55. We have ever, ever many years of programming of that particular belief system, right? So our container is not like this container that we've built. It's not you know just made out of like clay. Like we've solidified this thing. This sucker is made out of solid steel, man, or it's, it's carbon fiber. Right? This thing's like bulletproof. So if we are holding back our ability to maintain and shift that level of financial understanding in that frequency, if we are the catalyst to that, how do we start to break this thing down so that we can expand that freaking bucket so that we're not stuck in this place and we can undo some of this programming that has been built for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years? Great question. So I think it's a twofold process. Um, really, let's make it threefold. First, you got to think and release. Um, like when my wife gets up, mad at me, and, uh, you know, that happens occasionally. Sometimes I'm a, I'm a stubborn man, and I don't listen as What's well. What's occasionally? What's occasionally? Is she, is she, <laughs> is she mad at you once a week? Is it once a month? Uh, it's a couple, a couple times, times a, times a week. week. <laughs> a couple times, <laughs> a, couple times a week. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But when she's mad and frustrated at me, if I don't acknowledge the energy that she's feeling, if I don't acknowledge and, and make sure she feels heard, felt, and understood – then doesn't matter if I solve the problem or I have the solution to the challenge or whatever. 
she doesn't care. And so that energy hasn't been acknowledged. So same thing when in our lives, when we're about to hit an upper limit, you know, with this upper limit problem, when you're about to bust through an income ceiling or bust through a relationship ceiling or a health ceiling or whatever it is, um, if you don't acknowledge the fears and the traumas that come up, because what happens is in our body, our bodies are programmed and they tr hold on to energy. And if it doesn't feel safe, this is why if you've experienced abuse and that's all you know is abuse, then it doesn't feel safe to be in a healthy relationship because it feels different. It doesn't feel what you know. And, and so thinking, when I do a NLP meditation, uh, claim your power NLP meditation, I guide, guide people to think that part of themselves and actually give that part of yourself a name. So I have my weak ass Willie. Weak ass Willie is the part of me that was lost a million dollars, that was shamed, that was embarrassed, that made a bunch of stupid mistakes, things didn't go right, and he wants to hide and play small. So I name that part of me, and when he comes up and he tries to lead my day or lead my life, or if he shows up today, then I would say, weak ass Willie, thanks for showing up. I see you. Thank you for your good intent. I know you're trying to protect me. Those old sabotaging identities, the imposter syndrome, those are all there. They're trying to protect us. They have good intent. But the problem is, is their good intent wrongly applied. So, uh, so I want to thank that part of me, just like, uh, so I acknowledge the energy, just like with my wife. Then she can hear me once I acknowledge the energy. I thank it. I say, then I release you because Magic Mike is going to lead the way. Magic Mike creates magic in his lives in the lives of his clients, Magic Mike shows up with boldness, energy, enthusiasm, and expands the capacity of all those around him. So now I'll ask Magic Mike to lead my day, to lead my presence, to lead my meetings, to lead my sales calls, to lead whatever it is I'm creating. Um, and then that helps change the cycle. So that's the first part. Uh, I'll pause it. Yeah, that's interesting, man. So naming that aspect of you and then creating the identity that ultimately overcomes that but first it's so important that what you're saying mike is it's so important that we acknowledge the energy right we can't just blow it off we can't just stick it to the side we can't feel guilty about it be mad at ourselves be shamed by it but ultimately acknowledge it, name it. All right, weak-ass Willie, I feel you, I see you, I hear you, I understand your significance. With that said, I'm going to bring in old Magic Mike. Magic Mike, I'm going to need you to take over and kind of lead the, lead the day. Am I, am I understanding that right? Yeah, yeah, and what actually I'll do is in a meditation, and I have a free one on my YouTube channel that I can send anyone that wants to grab it, um, but what you do in the claim your power is also part of it. The switch can happen in an instant like that. It's just boom. And the switch happens when you have. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. A cognitive decision. Like we think breakthroughs, breakthroughs, oh, you have to work so hard and it takes 10 years to get that one aha, that one epiphany. Well, it could happen. You can, you can stack your life where you can get a dozen breakthroughs in a year or a dozen breakthroughs in six months. Um, if you know how to tap into that and heal and create those distinctions. So when I do the meditation, I'll literally have people visualize that they're on a bus, bus of their life. And the weak ass version of themselves is driving the bus. They'll say, hey, pull over to the side of the road, hand over the keys, and then send that version of you to the back of the bus. This is again, after that version of you has been acknowledged, heard, appreciated for its good intent. And then you send it to back of the bus and say, all right, now Magic Mike or your more powerful alter ego. This is, uh, you know, top performers like Kobe Bryant, had Black Mamba, Sasha Fierce for Beyonce, et cetera, et cetera. So you tap into and you ask that version of you to lead and show up that day and take the wheels of the bus. 
Yeah, man. This is this is this is good and powerful stuff. Uh, right out the gate, and you do see that, right? There's multiple people that have this alter ego um, that kind of stands up and shines. It's actually like this is there's there's science behind this, right? Like this is a success strategy. As you study more and more super elite, very accessible people, you'll find uh, that they use this 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 strategy at some point in their life. They 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 kind of make that switch and. Even Will Smith, right now I'm reading Will Smith's book, and he talks about the the coward that exists inside of him and how he was able to create this uh, different identity, right? But that coward still exists. It's still there. He just recognizes it, knows that it's there, uh, sees it, hears it, under, you know, make sure it knows that, that it's seen, right? Uh, but he just doesn't allow it to drive. It's on the bus, but it's not driving. Mike, I don't normally do this. Normally, I'll have an interview, and then towards the end of the interview, uh, if there's space, because I'm a very selfish person when it comes to interviews, just so you know. I'm like, I'm going to extract everything I can, and hopefully everyone else in the room gets something out of it, too. Um, that's how I normally do it. And then if there's enough space at the end, I, I, I allow for questions. But there is something vibrating in me right now that is telling me there's someone on stage that really needs an answer. And I don't know exactly who that is. So I just want to create space for that real quick. If there's someone that is listening to Mike right now and it's just you're, you're just burning to 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 share something or, or to to ask a question, flash your mic. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I will look, and if I'm wrong, that's cool. Okay, I don't see it. Maybe it's somebody that's in the audience. I know we got uh, some hands raised. I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's in there. All right, I'm going to bring those people up. I'm just feeling like there's somebody in the room right now that needs to connect with you for some reason. So I'm just going to leave that. I'm going to leave space for that. If that's you... <laughs> Glenn, are you talking to me? Uh, this is Charles two two two. Hey, Charles, maybe I am talking to you. Talk to us, sir. Talk to us. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, thank you. And yeah, I was listening to Michael. In fact, I back channeled him. I, I'm a human rights activist, and and when he was talking about that five gallon bucket, uh, if you look at my Instagram, that's what I'm using is a five gallon bucket, and. It's not alone, right? You, ha you have to say what you put in the bucket. You have to get, in our, this case, water, polluted water. So not everything you put in your bucket is, is, is what comes out, right? You don't want, you need to filter some of that, that stuff out. And those people that would maybe hold you back, you know, I've heard there's four types of people in your life. There's those that you follow, what, those that you walk beside, those that follow you and those that would hold you back. And if, if that that's in your bucket would hold you back, there, there, you need to identify it, right? It's often yourself. And, and then take appropriate action. Get the advice of others, those that have walked in that path before, those of you that have used the tools that can teach you how to use tools. There's a lot of that in this room. And, and, and Michael's certainly among them. So we back-channeled a little bit about my bucket program, if you will. It's called Suki 222. So we're physically using buckets and attaching filters. Uh, I went on Clubhouse, and the program's expanded by another six countries. Where we send the filters over, the buckets over, teach the people how to use them, teach the people how to teach the end beneficiary. And I figured out that we can deploy these filters in the buckets at $20, or excuse me, $50 per unit. And we've done it in areas that people are deprived of clean water, suffering from cholera, dysentery, bacteria in the water, uh, causing all kinds of problems, you know, both economically and health. Um, so $50 a filter, many cases, 50 people are using these filters, works out to a dollar per person. And if used properly, that lasts over 10 years. 
So I look at it as a global population that we have a couple of billion people that could use a filter. And that if 50 people per filter, that's 20 million filters. So what I've done is, is, is reached out into these countries, found local young, primarily, leaders that say, this is our community's needs, and we could use this particular technology. We're willing to put them into the field, promote the program, so that everybody has in their bucket, as a human right, a minimum of two gallons of clean water per person per day, 2,000 nutritional calories, and 200 cubic feet of secure shelter. If hey, they Charles, have that in their bucket, I'm ready to go. Yeah, that's all I had to say, and thank you so much. Well, Charles, was there something that Mike could help you with or along those lines? Yes. Like, did you need help expanding? Is there? I, I'll let Mike, I'll let Mike, you know, we've talked a little bit. Maybe you have something to say, Mike. Charles, I was just going to say uh, Clean Water Initiative is one of my uh, core purposes in helping a million people have clean drinking water before I turn into dust. So uh, let's let's back channel and, and connect further on that because I love that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So there's the there's the connection. So that's your jam, Mike. That's the thing that you're that you're doing out there. I love that. And Charles, I appreciate your fight. And I appreciate you sharing uh, that with us today. And I'm excited to connect you with Mike and save lives through clean water. Mike, talk to me a little bit about the genius within. All right. This is your new book that you've got out, uh, The Genius Within. I want to learn a little bit more about that. And how do we really, what are some of the takeaways from that? Like as far as how do we extract, I believe everybody's got some genius in them. Right. Everybody's got some genius in them, but that genius sometimes can get buried in all kinds of other stuff. You got to go to school. You got to go to college. You should do this for a living. You got to pay attention to this religion. You got to do this. You got to do that. We had all these people that love us in our lives that can bury that genius deep, deep, deep down inside. Right. And so I want to talk about the genius within and how do we extract that? Yeah, guys, so this is one of my favorite topics and one of my core missions as a human is to unleash the God-given potential of at least a million people um, over my life as well. And part of it, if I look at, yes, Glenn, 100%, like when we grow up as little kids, like I have a five-month-old baby daughter, Sonnet is her name, and you're like, me and my wife, we're like, man, she's got genius, she's got so much potential, but by the age of 11, most kids don't think they have genius they don't think they're super smart or have real potential. And yet, if you look at Howard Gardner created the multiple intelligences back in the 80s and 90s, discovered some layers around that. You look at uh, human potential, so much of it goes wasted because of lack of confidence, lack of clarity, lack of courage, lack of conviction, lack of commitment. And, and if you get clear on your genius, uh, Socrates said, to know thyself is the beginning of all wisdom. So I'm going to tell you a little little story. Uh, 2019, this girl comes to me. Actually, she applied for one of my masterminds in April of 2019, but she said she didn't have the money, and she couldn't make the leap, and she's making $98,000 a year as a hairstylist. Well, October rolls around, and I just gave, I had another program roll now, like a virtual group coaching program. She decided to join that. Um, and I had to give her like this irresistible offer, guarantee, guarantee if she did all the work, she would get results. If she didn't, I'd give her money back, all that. And I didn't have a problem because I knew she would do it. Um, and I knew if she did it, she would get results. Well, turns out she goes through the program. One of the f first pillars, I have six pillars in the line of prosperous expert. First, get your money story right. Second, find your zone of genius. Third, when you got your zone of genius, this is where you're one of the best in the world, or you could be one of the best in the world in this specific niche, and we all have it. But the problem is most of us are trying to be good at a bunch of things and not sure who we're trying to reach, etc. So the third thing is once you know your zone of genius, you find your 4% client. Here's this my perfect client process. And it comes from 80-20 principle, top 20% produces 80% of results. We know that from uh, Pareto's principle. 
But then this, if you double that, what's the top 20% of the top 20%? If the principle is true, that's 4%. Can they produce 64, 80% of 80%, which is 64% of your revenue? So 4% of your audience, 4% of your customers can produce 64% of your revenue, and they are also the ones with a bleeding neck. If you have a bleeding neck, guess what? You, when your neck is bleeding, man, you will pay anything to get your problem solved, right? So when you have that bleeding neck and that 4% client that is a joy to work with, who wants more clients or customers that are absolute joys to work with and that get great results, right? We all do. Then the fourth step is you create an irresistible offer for that 4% client that's tied into your zone of genius, that's aligned with your money mindset. Fifth step, you start building, developing an A-player team so that you can scale beyond you being the engine of the business. Now you're designing the engine. Sixth, you elevate and develop expert authority. So, so I took Kristen through this whole process. She went from making $98,000 a year as a hairstylist to making over a million dollars last year. And this year she'll be, do almost eight figures. Next year's eight figures is in the lock because she's so tapped into her core client, her zone of genius, her money story is right. She's building her team. But that zone of genius is where it starts because to know thyself is the beginning of all wisdom. So, Glenn, do you, do you want me to break down how do you find your zone of genius? I do, I do. Yes, please. Right. It's fascinating. I love it. Simple four-step process, guys. And, and the, think of it like this. There's clues littered about your life, about your genius. There's, they're just all over your life, but no one has given you a process on how to organize and synthesize and interpret, make the, the patterns pop like popcorn. If you've read any of Jim Collins' books, you know, like good to great, what's he do? He organizes the data to till the patterns pop. So now, what if you had the most complete organization of your clues about who on earth you are, what on earth you're meant to do? How might your life be different? All right? So here it is, the four keys. Your unique talents. I personally have people go through five different personality tests Wealth Dynamics is one of my favorite ones. Shows your unique pathway to building wealth. Uh, Strengths Finder, uh, Myers-Briggs, Disc Profile, Colby Index, and the Enneagram, if you want as well. So that's the first thing, your unique talents. Where are the clues? Where are you uniquely gifted? And then where do you also uniquely suck really bad? All right, where are you, where, where are you a badass? And then where do you suck ass, right? Sorry for the language, but that's that's how. No, I, no, no, how man, I, I'm 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 with you, right? Because I think that's that that's super important, right? It's super important to know the things that you freaking suck at, because there's a reason to it, because it's all part of the formula. It's all it's one of the ingredients, right? Yeah, exactly. And because if you think people who accomplish extraordinary things, they are in extraordinarily right positions that tap into their extraordinary talents. They're not great at everything. Richard Branson, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, not great at everything. Sarah Blakely, not great at everything. Um, all right, so then the second thing, your key relationships. This is where like concepts like Dream 100 come into play. Where are, where's your hotbed of relationships of people that give you life versus death? Um, who do you just unnaturally have uh, a proclivity of relationships? Like I, when I did this for myself, I was like, why do I have all these best-selling authors as friends? Now I'm in real estate at the time. All I was doing was real estate. I was like, that's weird. And why do I love being around authors more than the fellow real estate investors and stuff? Because I was meant to be in that arena. Third, your defining life moments. Uh, these are the moments of aha. These are also sometimes the moments that are really hard. Your mess becomes your message. Um, those defining life moments, sometimes where you get a divine whisper. And then fourth, uh, your values and passions, when you assemble all the clues there, you get the greatest accumulation of clues you've ever had. And by the way, guys, if you want more, just the, uh, a more, a complete, more of a complete guide on that, you can grab my book for free. Just click on the link in my bio. You just have to pay shipping and handling, or you can go to Amazon, pay a little bit more, but you can get it there. Or I have the six steps to finding your genius in my Instagram bio. But at the end of the day, if you get clues about your genius, now you show up with greater clarity. When you have greater clarity, you show up with more confidence. When you have more confidence, you show up with greater courage. With greater courage, you show up with deeper conviction that leads into a higher level of commitment and you rise as you step more and more into your genius. So thanks, Glenn. 
I love that, man. Your unique talents, which can be discovered through some of these personality tests, which, by the way, bro, I took a personality. I think it was the – no, not disc. I took another one. I can't remember which one it was. But I was at a Burn the Ships work at workshop with Judge Graham and Matt Monero, and they put everybody's uh, results, like, up on the wall on these big white sheets of paper – and I had this huge high, you know, high I, uh, pretty high D, those types of things. And uh, my my attention to detail, they had to like put a separate piece of paper up below my chart to put the number all the way down. <laughs> I was like, dang, is it that bad? They're like, naturally, it's that bad. But then they showed where I was able to uh, activate it when when necessary, but it wasn't part of my naturals, right? So finding those unique talents, I think it's, I love that. And then the key relationships. And when you were talking, Mike, it was really triggering me. I was thinking about what type of people do I attract in my world and the people that I'm surrounded by. And then I asked myself that question, right? Am I doing the things that the people that I am, that I am attracting? Am I, am I like doing a lot of the same things that they are? And the answer to that question would have been no four years ago, but the answer to that question is very much yes today. So um, I, I love that. And then defining life moments, and then, of course, your values and passions. So this brings a bigger question, Mike, and I don't know if we can go here or not. And if we can't, you can be like, bro, let's not go there. You're totally welcome to say that. So the genius within seems as though it has some sort of design. If I can discover through personality tests, key relationships, defining life moments, and values and passions, if there's a, an equation that you break down in your book, and by using that equation, I can discover that genius that tells me that that genius has to have, like, had to have been created with intention at, at, at some point. You know what I'm saying? If we can extract it this way. So... Talk to me about that real quick. Like, is it inherent in us, Mike? Do you think it's developed over time through through our experiences? Like, I'd love to get your take on, is this something we're born with? Is it something that's created over time? Or is it something that ultimately can change and develop? What do, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think there's elements. There's raw talent. It's like there's raw ingredients that we're born with. For example, I'm like you, Glenn. I'm freaking amazing at galvanizing momentum. But if I don't want to finish things, I I need someone on my team to finish things and handle the details. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen, please? <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it. Oh, and it shows. So when you do all the tests, the other beautiful thing is when you do all this process, it helps you in your romantic relationships. Like my wife and I, instead of some of these frustrations or some of these vast differences we have being a source of tension, which they still are sometimes, but now they're a source of flirtation and playfulness and understanding and appreciation. And same thing with my team. My team knows how to manage me better and I know their strengths and they're more motivated and inspired because they're deeply aligned with their genius much more. And I have a respect and appreciation for their genius too. Um, but it is something that's cultivated. It's a raw talent that is then cultivated over time with intentionality. You, you got to think of yourself like Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci, one of my friends wrote the book, How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci. And da Vinci trained his body every day, trained his art, his creativity every day. He was training. You cultivate it over time, cultivate your genius and pay attention to it. But the problem is most of us are pretty haphazard about our genius. Most of us are absent-minded to some extent about it. And I want to help solve that because I believe impact, fulfillment, and wealth will follow as you step more deeply into your genius, which also Here's, I'm reading a book by Stephen Kotler right now called The Art of Impossible. And he says he's one of the world's greatest experts on flow and how to step into this divine state of flow where work becomes play and your creative output is exponentially better. He said when you are in your strengths, you are dramatically more likely to, stay, to enter into a state of flow in your work. 
But the question is, how do we, if I could just amplify my clarity by 25% or 50%, or I've had people just do it by 200%, and it's, I've yet to have someone go through the process and not have a dramatic improvement in clarity. I love that, man. Incredible, incredible stuff. Mike, you've done a lot of things. You're impacting a lot, a lot of people. Your creative mind is still looking to uh, expand and create new opportunities. Like you just kind of said there, get the momentum and get things rocking and rolling and then kind of fill in, fill, in, fill in the back, right, with finishing things and doing the details. Welcome, inter, in, insert Sarah McCord <laughs> into uh, my particular situation. You and I are so aligned as far as that goes. What opportunities do you see right now? Here we are, Mike. It's 2021. Global pandemic. Uh, we've all been experiencing the last uh, year and a half or so, right? Um, got weird. A lot of there's a lot of interesting language going on around us right now, right? Like NFTs and cryptocurrencies and um, fake news and false flags and just like all these weird, um, weird terminology that didn't really even exist a couple years ago, and uh, the way humanity seems to be shifting and moving is very unique, and it's very rapid, right? It's moving super fast with technology and accessibility and visibility of all of these things and the way we can communicate on such rapid scale. So taking all of those things and putting them together with your particular zone of genius, because obviously you're very dialed in on, on who you are, I'd love to hear what you see as uh, an, an, an opportunity for, for expansion for you specifically, and then maybe for uh, other people kind of in the audience that have different zones of genius but can still take advantage of this season? Glenn, great question, man. It's, uh, it's funny you, you asked that. I wrote a little mini ebook. Um, I haven't even got it up on my website or anything yet, but it's 22 Meta and Micro Trends for 2022. And crypto, NFTs, things like that, the, eight, the greatest misinformation age in our history uh, have things like that in there. The biohacking, uh, AI is going to have another level of boom. But uh, the pace, here's something we don't grasp, guys. There's going to be 20,000 years of technolo technological change in the next 100 years. This is from Ray Kurzweil, one of the world's greatest futurists. Bill Gates called him the greatest futurist of our time. 20,000 years of change in the next 100 years. So what that means is the next five to 10 years are, it's gonna make the last five years feel like we were going backwards, guys. It's, it's gonna be insane, it's gonna be exciting, it's gonna be nerve wracking um, and conditioning ourselves to be receptive and to also start recognizing trends earlier. So I'll, I'll share a couple of the trends for 2022. First, Crypto, NFTs, social coins, of course. Biohacking is growing from a $12 billion business to $54 billion by 2027. We're going to have the greatest era of misinformation uh, in our history. Uh, owning new relationships with SMS and email is going to be massively important. AI, machine learning, man, unbelievable. But one of the other, other biggest things I think that a lot of people miss out on is strategic partnerships are absolutely uh, one of the greatest opportunities of our era when there's disruption, people are more open to partnerships and collaboration. And if you know your genius and know the genius that you lack, now you can approach people to find uh, ways to collaborate. Like I'm doing a, a thing with Amelia Antonetti, a genius challenge uh, back in, uh, it will be in January. Uh, I think also hybrid events are going to be a massive wave. We're going to see a social media drift from IG and Facebook to TikTok, maybe even YouTube, other things like that. Uh, COVID disruption is going to continue. And then the other the one, one or two more experts with the most authority will be rewarded the most. All right. So if you think about building your brand, building your expertise, if you like, that's why I had to get my first book done. I got two more books coming out next year. You build your expert authority, own the space. Like I want to own the space as America's number one expert at helping high achievers find their deepest zone of genius. 
and then uh, you know a few more let's see uh, blue ocean strategy for your four percent client that's gonna be killer the, the brands and people that figured that out and then more content is not king guys we hear content is king that's BS engaged content from bona fide expert authorities is king so you want to figure out how do I first position myself, get clarity, so I put myself in an expert authority because there's going to be so much noise, guys. So you want to figure out how do I rise above the noise. And this is also where things like Dream 100 process, knowing who your top 100 people are, knowing your zone of genius, things like that, um, or collaborating, speaking on stage like this. Uh, Glenn, what you're doing with and, and your whole tribe of people here uh, that are just amazing for Breakfast of Champions. Um, so, and then also with the employee workforce, leading from your genius and creating space for others' genius is going to elevate your ability to retain, attract, and get the best players, get the A players, all right? Most of us are not conscious enough around that, myself included. There's so many things I can improve upon. Um, but those are some of the things that I have in the 22 trends for 2022. And if anyone wants that, uh, feel free to DM me and, and just send your email. I don't have a site or anything up for it, so I have to manually enter, email you, <laughs> email it to you. So basically, you're not up to anything. Like you're just um, you're just, <laughs> just sitting around, man. You know, biohacking, crypto, blue ocean strategies, misinformation, owning relationships, strategic partnerships, knowing your genius, knowing what you lack, hybrid events, social media shifts, experts, making sure you're an, you're an authority, writing a couple books, uh, connecting with Millie Antonetti. Sounds like you're um. You know, taking it easy. You're in, re you're in <laughs> retirement mode. How do you remember all that, Glenn? That was impressive. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, it's a combination of good note taking as well as I did this sh crazy show on called Rise and Grind for four years. And uh, I had to read people's comments and re remember what they their names for for uh, over and over and over for a thousand episodes. So I learned this new little skill to be able to uh, repeat those kinds of things. Thanks for noticing, Mike. I appreciate that. Hey, we have um, an interesting dynamic and situation here on Breakfast Champions. Now that they have these replays in the room, uh, the replay sessions only allow for six hours. If you go over six hours, you lose the entire uh, replay. You lose the ability for that content to be evergreen here on the platform. So with that said, that means we do have to close this room at 10.54, Mike, okay? 10.54. If we go to 10.55, it'll shut the whole thing. Like, we'll lose everything, and we definitely don't want that. So real quick, just to make sure uh, you talked about DM or emailing you if they want that, uh, some more information. What's the best way for everyone to contact you? Just DM you directly, or how do you want people to connect with you? Yeah, uh, certainly give me a follow on, on Clubhouse and Instagram, and then DM me. I've gotten a lot of DMs already on uh, Clubhouse or Instagram, and uh, be glad to support uh, whatever challenges you guys have. And, uh, you know, I think this world, man, the 2022 can be an absolutely bonkers of a great year for everybody. If they know your genius and you know how to step into it and you know uh, you know, how to find your ideal avatar and building whatever company or brand or just source of fulfillment you want. So yeah, DM me. That'd be great. So Mike, would you say that, and we need to, we're going to, we're going to have to extend this um, at, an, at another point. You and I need to have like a deep philosophical podcast, Joe Rogan style. Um, I think that that needs to happen. Love it. Yeah, that needs to happen. So you 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 mentioned twenty thousand years of technological progress in the next hundred, right? So when you break that down, that's basically two thousand years of, of advancement in the next ten, or a thousand years of advancement in the next five, right? And that's that's fascinating and super perplexing. So with that said, do you believe at that accelerated rate? of technology being able to grow. Does that mean that we also have the ability to do in five years what what used to take a thousand years? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we grow financially in five years what used to take a lifetime? Can we expand? Like, 
Is that all related? If everything else is moving that fast, can we move that fast? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I have a friend, he's his brother has $25 million worth of Bitcoin. And he's like 26 years old. And he just got started early on buying some Bitcoin. And he was like a college kid, right? Um, you know, my my audience, I think anyone's audience can 10x in the next year. If you know how to 10x your audience and the right networks and the right pools and the exposure that you take advantage of the network effect, which is also in my 22 mega trends for 2022. But yeah, 100%. Yeah, we need to talk a little bit more about that. Sometimes I feel a little stuck on the... Um just on that, we've had like a lot of growth here on Clubhouse. We've had fairly good growth over on uh, Instagram. But you mentioned earlier that people are shifting social media shifts, going to different places. So maybe that's part of the problem. Sometimes I do, though. Sometimes I feel like a little bit stuck, right? Like I'm still moving at two miles an hour while the world is moving at 2,000 miles an hour. So I want to lean into that. All right, here's what we're going to do since we got to shut this room down at 1054. Otherwise, we'll lose everything. Um, there's something I like to do, Mike. I like to put my guests up on a mountain, right? So you're up on top of a mountain, and all of civilization is at the base of the mountain, and they're cheering your name, right? Zeller, Zeller. Or no, they're going, Magic Mike, Magic Mike, Magic Mike, right? They're cheering your name, all of humanity, 7 billion people, and they walk over and they give you a mic, and they say, okay, um, like they say, uh, Magic Mike, here's a mic. And you have two minutes to drop something on all of humanity, practical application wisdom, something they can apply in their life today, this week, this month, this year. What are you going to tell them? Oh, good question. I, I think I'm going to lean into uh, the identity piece and your genius. And I'm going to say, you know, uh, I talked to this guy, D. Hawk, last year, the founder of Visa, and he's 99 years old as of today. And he, he wrote for Harvard and he found the very best leaders after he retired from visas and visa credit cards and found the very best leaders, the most effective leaders in the world spent more than 50% of their leadership energy on leading themselves. And so I think if, if we look at, if you become a master of yourself, there's no limit of your potential. Part of your mastery of self is mastering your genius, mastering your deepest area of gifting, mastering um, clarity around who you are so you can know what to say yes to and know what to say no to. So that's my two cents. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Mike Zeller. Make sure you connect with him. Follow him here on Clubhouse. Follow him on Instagram. Connect. Uh, get his free book. Make sure you get the uh, the 2022 blueprint. Have him email that you sucker. Put him to work today, right? If there was anything that you took away that, I mean, he's not doing anything else anyway. He's just sitting around. So put him to work. Uh, emailing you that, that ebook. And of course, if he said anything that you found valuable, best thing you can do is shoot him a message and just say, Michael, thank you so much for joining us here on Breakfast with Champions, brother. We absolutely love you. And uh, on the for real, Michael, I want to make sure we schedule some time to get together, um, get to get together soon. With Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.